Hey everybody, welcome to the Freakcast. I'm your host, Matthew Weber. I'm joined by Vincent Boy and Ricky Williams. What up? My friends, how are you? We did a musical today. We made Ricky to a musical. I'm not yes. sure if he's going to call us friends after it, but you know, yeah. it comes with territory. I just want to warn you, Ricky, if you didn't like this, we're doing more musicals. <laughs> <laughs> we will make you watch musicals until you like them. Um, anyways, this is, the <laughs> this is the three cast. We review things, usually music, or usually musicals. No, <laughs> Ricky says, thank God we don't usually do musicals. Um, usually movies, TV shows, every once in a while. Um, we keep promising a, a comic book, but never actually do it. This time, we did the, we're doing the Disney Plus version of Hamilton, which was a stage recording from 2016. Mm-hmm. Um and this was Vince's choice, so Vince, why don't you give us the synopsis of what this is about? Oh my god, I don't know if I can give a, D- a Canadian giving a synopsis of an American history musical. It's kind of tricky. Um, but, uh, in, in essence, it is basically a uh, quick biopic musical of sorts, starting from Hamilton, uh, you know, his role as an immigrant into the Revolutionary War in America, uh, serving as the right-hand man of George Washington, being privy to a lot of, uh, you know, the, the kind of machinations of the America's early days, um, and and it, not only in the fight against the British, uh, you know, imperial rule, but also in establishing the challenges in establishing a new government. But there are a couple of other underlying layers of the, of uh, plot that go on. There's this recurring uh, antagonism between his uh, his antagonist uh, Aaron Burr, uh, who uh, again, I, there's going to be a discussion later on after this, I suspect, Matt, with you about historic fidelity, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but Aaron Burr and his kind of uh, rivalry with uh, Alexander Hamilton that's consistent through the entire uh, play, uh, sorry, musical, it ultimately does end up in Hamilton famously getting uh, you know, killed in a duel with Aaron Burr. But interestingly enough, for me, at least, I, I knew that much. I knew that. That was pretty much, as a Canadian, that's how much I knew about Alexander Hamilton. Um, but then the layers of, like, his infidelity compounded with his relationship uh, with not only his wife, Eliza, but also her sister, which was insinuated that, you know, she was the older daughter, so she really couldn't have a relationship with uh, an immigrant poor person. Um, that, that kind of uh, is also another underlying thing. I didn't really know about the absolute tragedy of of uh, Alexander Hamilton in in the way uh, his legacy was kind of downplayed so much as a founding father, whereas the other founding fathers had really great legacies to build upon. Um, but just to put things in perspective, though, uh, as as a response to this kind of downplaying of Alexander Hamilton, we noticed that um, the composer and the writer. Uh, you know, uh, Miranda basically put together this thing. You might know him from other most notable works like Disney's uh, Moana, for example. He did the music for that. So he's very prolific. And uh, it's, you know, the, the, the this whole entire musical started off with his interest in this kind of immigrant. I think he's from Puerto Rico, right? Um, but uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he basically had an affinity for the story of Hamilton, thought it was good to make a hip-hop musical. Um, so though there are ballads and kind of the conventional tropes of musicals uh with costumes and what have you and the melodrama he also finds ways to incorporate more of the urban music sensibilities so uh he does append things so it's not the, the and as i mentioned before we recorded that 
this is a musical about old white people done by young black people um, predominantly, right? So uh, when you watch the musical, the, the musical tones are obviously more urban. So everything from uh, just kind of more of a hip hop bass beat to some of the songs to, of course, straight up um, rap battles on foreign policy. Um, that that you know, it's a weird juxtaposition, but you see it happening, and 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 I think that it resonated really well with a lot of the kids um, and the younger audiences, and certainly um, in the climate that it came out in uh, at that point, Barack Obama was in his second term in office, um, and it was a very good, fun musical. Uh, I thought it was informative. Um, it it did you know an amazing amount of business in Broadway. Uh, it was the hottest ticket. It still is arguably the hottest ticket in Broadway. I was really surprised to see that um, Disney took advantage of the pandemic and posted basically this video version of the musical on Disney+. Plus. I thought that they would, like, I'm surprised. Like, honestly, uh, if, if Miranda was really smart, he would have kept it for another four or five years so that, you know, he would kill a lot more in the, in, in the uh, kind of um, Broadway scene or the stage scene. But I'm glad that it came out. It got to a bigger audience. Um, and in general, uh, people liked it. Um, I have some reservations about certain things. But in general, it was a, it's a pop culture phenomenon. Um, I think it would be a disservice to say that it was a niche musical. Like, I mean, kind of like uh, we did The Greatest Showman a while ago, where I never watched the music, the, the musical until we had to for the show. But I did know about some of the songs. But uh, I think with Alexander Hamilton, a lot of the songs do... Uh, resonate with lots of people right now, um, and I think it's 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 been proven to be very successful for a whole bunch of reasons. Whether it's the demographic, the music quality, the choreography, the kind of themes that are at play. So I, I can say uh, just to start it all off, that's the general synopsis, the general phenomena. Um, I will close off with some comments, but I think that's interesting to have Matt, who does enjoy musicals, and we also have myself, who. Uh, likes musicals a little <laughs> and we <got> Ricky, uh, <laughs> a little <laughs> you shut right. up, Ricky. Um, um, and uh and we got ricky who basically do you know what music is um so let's uh, <laughs> let's let, let's let's start this battle okay. all right ricky so what do you think going of first like i said um so uh, you guys know i i don't like musicals it's not like i've never seen seen them before like i've i've been to uh what is it west side story or east side story i don't know whatever story it was Um, (laughs) and man i went to south side story bro it's awesome (laughs) yeah so i like i've i've seen musicals i've been to actual musicals um it, it just it's just something i can't get into um but this one i'm gonna thank you guys for for putting it because i loved it um, what? You know, what? like when I when I <laughs> when I came to Canada, um, like you know, the first type of music that I was really introduced to was rap, hip hop, and that's going far back. I've always been into it since you know Big Daddy Kane, um, mm-hmm. Boogie Down Posse, LL Cool J, um, you know I could go Eric B and Rakim, um, Wu Tang. So it's always a scene that I've been into um, mm-hmm. forever. Um, so 
it's um, you know like I, I can't say anything about the history. I hate history. I hate history. I hate geography. Um, <laughs> you know, in high school, like Canadian history was That's boring. Drag. So to to go to American Canada history, has a history, I have zero <laughs> knowledge of that part of it. But as you know, like just watching it and the quality of like uh, Vince said, the quality of the choreography, the songs, the story behind it. Um, and, and I mean, like anyone else, I do have general ideas of history. I, I do know about the British Empire, about the British rule, you know, about the Boston Tea Party. So, you know, I'm not totally ignorant. Um but yeah, it it was awesome. Like, um, you know, I I did go into it thinking, oh god, a musical, three hours, oh my god. But from the very first start of it, it's just I I enjoyed the entire thing. So that is hmm. just shocking. I yeah, astounding, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 I mean, like, I, I'm actually quite curious, like, because I want to break it down a little bit because. In general, aside from the musical stylings and maybe the demographic, right? Like we see a lot more black faces, not not black face, but dark faces, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, it still has the typical things. Like it has an intro. It has the what am I about song. It has the kind of, you know, outright uh, explanation of who the bad guy is, who the good guy is. It has like the kind of flashback stuff. It has the kind of intermission, the interlude, um, you know, the overdramatic nature of some of the uh, plot points in his history. So, I mean, it, it's it's very much it's so so the only thing I can really identify as different uh, from a from a structural standpoint is just the music sensibility itself, because other parts of it are very much like what you'd find. No, like, I not... know. Like, like I've seen other musicals. Right. And with this one, I don't know whether it's because it's majority of colored actors or it's the actual style of the music, but, you know, it, it's just, it pulled me into the story a lot more. Like, I could see the rivalry between him and the other guy, I forgot his name Aaron now. Aaron Burr. Between <laughs> him, yeah, between him and, and Burr. I could see where um, it was interesting where he met the daughter, but the sister was the one who brought him over and she was kind of like, oh, you should share. We should both share him. You know what I mean? Like I could see the beginnings of the storyline and see far ahead. Hmm, this is interesting. This is going to happen. Oh, the tension is between these two characters. Whereas, you know, the other musicals that I've seen, like uh, what's uh, West Side Story, I think, yeah, where that's a very specific, and they're you know. dancing in the street and I can't I can't understand that. It it's just not something I watched and said, Oh wow, this is interesting. So I can't really say what it was. Like I said, I don't enjoy history in the sense like, oh wow, this is historically accurate or oh wow, look at that. The story just was interesting to me. Like you know, two rival gangs at a certain time, whatever, the story could be interesting to me. Maybe it's just a musical style that just throws me off. Maybe it's, you know, seeing 
people in gangs who I don't associate what a gang looking like. That throws me off. I don't know what it is, but yeah, like this, I was yeah, I was totally into the whole but, thing. But that's the thing. I think with with musicals, they dramatize things. Like you're talking about the West Side Story, where it's like, yeah, gang fights do not involve like choreographed like pirouettes and stuff. But you see that, and then, but Snapping. but I mean, even with a duel, for example. Right? Like you're watching a duel and they, they sing about the 10 steps for a duel. When you talk about like discussion of foreign policy and it's a rap battle, we know that that's just hype and hyperbole and over-dramatizing the way it operates. So I, I thought that I'm trying to understand what it was aside from the music that really resonated with you. Well, I think the music was mostly what it was. Um, and the music just, I enjoy that type of music. So that pulled me into the story. And and I can you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it I for me I, I can hundred percent say it's the style, it's the type of music that allowed me to get more into the story, no matter what the context of what they're they're discussing or what the story is, I can follow along and enjoy it because first of all, the music pulls me in. Whereas another musical, no matter what the story is, just I don't enjoy that type of music. So mm-hmm. right away, I'm just kind of like, uh. so I'm kind of trying to ignore the music and look at the story. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm unable to do that because it's a musical. So the music is like 98% of the whole thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, right. It's like it's like when I watch shows on on uh, TV, right? Like um, The Flash or mm-hmm. or Supergirl or whatever, and they do like a musical episode. I hate it. <laughs> like I totally do not even want to watch it. But it's like I I can somewhat ignore the music and and just watch the story because it's shorter. It's half an hour compared to a musical that's, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. You know what I mean? And it's an actual show that they made a musical episode, whereas a musical is just a musical, you know what I mean? It's not something that they've co-opted a musical theme around. Hmm. So then, I mean, just very, while while I get to then, Ricky, if you start singing, I'm going to throw up. Okay, okay, but but Ricky then, so if, if we are talking about the music, tell me, what would you say is, like, a, a, a favorite, like, you know, musical number that you, like, really would say is, was good, like, the best one from the show? Um, like, you don't have to tell me the song name, but just, like, what the, 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 the scenario, the plot. Um, I probably, I honestly enjoyed all of them, but I think the one I really liked the most was the, the, the shots. Right. Uh, the uh, the I I when he the, the beginning one where he's like I gotta take my shot. Yeah, like when they're in the bar and they're talking about the revolution, and you know they're just using shots as shots of liquor, but shots in the, in the sense of being shot. Yeah. Um, did enjoy when he met Burr and they were using the sir. Like, so they would, you know, they would sing and then it's sir. And I did, but the shots was for me. I didn't, but I, I mean, I enjoyed all of them. Like there, even the parts where it was more of a, like a R 
R&B kind of singy,、mm-hmm. I still enjoyed. That's、right? good. See, see,、yeah. all it took. The, 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 the interesting <laughs> thing, though, to me is again, not only did you like it, but like the more you talk about, like I look at other musicals, like say for example, Rent. Right, Rent had a lot of.、Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's only two, like two or three white people in the roles, and they, that's nominally white, right? Like、mm-hmm. have to be white. Maybe、people. we should then, do that one. That'd be a nice contrast. Well, that's a, that. Yeah, but I mean, they they have colored people there. It's they they have rap, urban music. They have like very cultural different influences.、Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's a relative it's like a very '90s musical, right? Whereas like you know this is、uh, you know 1700s musical like、uh, Hamilton's a 1700s musical but updated to like 2020 or 2010、uh, kind of sensibilities for music. But I, I just found it interesting because it's not the first time. Like we have Miss Saigon, which is like all Asians and black people and and and, and white people, of course. But、uh, it's just that it's not uncommon to have musicals in the past where. It wasn't just exclusively in the realm of like white people, like like Darren or like Annie or or something like that.、Um, so I maybe it's just the ones I've watched then. <laughs> yeah, well, you to be fair, you're you're you keep on hooking up with、uh, West Side Story. Even I'm not a fan of that one. I mean, it's so it's so over the top. I did but... watch Cats too. Oh, oh no, God! No, C- no, could you watch the two worst musicals? No wonder you hate musicals. Like, like, come on, man! Like, you gotta watch, like, you know, watch stuff like I don't know, like Les Mis, man. Or, Phantom or, of the like, Opera, yeah, Phantom yeah. of the Opera. Not the sequel, not the sequel. Just watch Phantom. No, no, of the not Opera, the movie, not the yeah, not the movie. Don't watch the movie. You can't watch the、yeah. movie. Phantom of the Opera. Okay, maybe so, we'll so, do Rent another time so I could compare. Yeah, because actually that was a movie version too. So I think、uh, the movie version is not as good as the show, but I think you, it, yeah, you, you could see it's comparable, and they got、uh, reasonable acting talent,、uh, musical talent, not just acting talent. So, anyways, Matt, what do you think? Obviously,、oh. you're American, so you're going to help give us an insight <laughs> on this, man. All right. So I have so much to talk about. Let me start off with the thing that、um, you, you guys talked a little bit about the whole all, you know,、um, most of the actors being blacked.、Um, The way I look at that is that there's no white people who can rap.、Um, I mean, <laughs> one of them and he wasn't available. I mean, <laughs> so、um, th- that's about all I'll say in, in term for the race thing, just because I wanted to make the joke.、Um, but all right, so one of the things I enjoy most about musicals that- usually is that there's usually one or two songs that I can sing along to. You know, one day more in Lame is you're gonna sing along to, right? That's what we were gonna say. Yeah, I should do. I, I I was gonna say yeah. I, I, for a second you broke up, but yeah, just, just go ahead. Sorry, I, I, that's one of the things I like about musicals is that there's usually one or two songs that stick in your head and you sing along to forever.、Mm-hmm. And this one here, I can't rap,、um, not even a little, and I'm not gonna try. <laughs> you know, so I can't sing along, right? So、um, I went into this thing. I think maybe I'm not gonna like it, but God, I love this musical so much. It's so good.、Um, I'd have a hard time choosing a, fa- a favorite part.、Um, I think, I think it was utter brilliance to have Aaron Burr kind of be the narrator. You know, like he's the guy who you know comes out、mm, the scene. But that's not uncommon, Matt. Remember, like Jesus Christ Superstar, they make Judas the narrator, right? Yeah,、so. I, I know. I know it's not, but I think it's still fantastic that they chose to do it. You know, in this one.、Um, Because I mean, I don't think even here in America, not everyone knows how Alexander Hamilton died. You know, people don't. Really, Alexander Hamilton's not someone. I mean, when you think founding fathers, you think George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin. You know, you don't know any of the other ones. Those are the three you know. 
I mean, most Americans could name those three and maybe mm-hmm. one other, but and maybe Alexander Hamilton is the fourth one. But prior to this musical, most people probably couldn't even, you know, wouldn't have been able to tell you what he did after the revolution. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they, they probably would have said he was the signer of the Declaration of Independence, which is wrong. You know, he didn't sign the Declaration of Independence. Um, so uh, I, I think that's one of the reasons why... Um, it was so unusual that this, they, like it chose this character, right? You know, um, to, to do a, a, a play about. Um, I like, I mean, the rap battles. I mean, I think probably, if I was going to name the favorite part, my, my my favorite part was the rap battles. I mean, just fantastic. The cast, the casting, guys. I, I mentioned this last week when we pushed this off. The casting that they use for um, the guy who did um, what Lafayette and Thomas and Thomas Jefferson. Um, yep, and then the guy who did Aaron Burr is really good, um, and and then um, the guy who did the, the King, right? The, the, those three cast. Yeah, well, that that that. The, did you know, I didn't know this until I watched the show because I've never been out to see the show because it's the hottest ticket. But I didn't realize it's the dude that sings the voice for Kristoff um, in Frozen. Yeah, yeah. He, he, um, Leslie Odom Jr., the guy who does Burr, he's in um, a couple big things too. Like he, it's, he's one of those guys who who. Is in some movies that you just don't know his name. Yeah, and the the other guy, um, I forgot which part he plays, uh, but he's in Bolt, the show. Bolt yeah, on CBS, you know, with Denoso uh, from CSI, and he's like a trial scientist. <laughs> oh man. You're speaking. You're speaking another language, there, Ricky. We don't know what we're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Wait, you watch TV? Okay. What the hell? <laughs> you watch procedural yeah, it's on CBS, CBS man. I still watch. I think it's on CBS. Um. Anyways, it's, yeah, it's but, a good but, show, and he's on it. Okay, but wait, wait. I want to contend a couple of things, though. Okay, I, I, I'd want to push back on this because I think it's not all glowing. For me, one thing that is a glaring problem, and I know this might sound like heresy, but let's be honest here. Um. Lin Manuel Miranda does not sing very well. And no, as he's a result, not. And as not result, like it's very bad in some of the parts where you're like, you know what? If there was a better singer, this would have been knocked out of the park. Now, did you he does a good to job. The did you listen to the one that they recorded in the studio? Because no. he does, he does way better on the soundtrack. Um, really? Yeah, I don't know if this night that he they recorded this, he was just having a bad night, or if. You know, he just doesn't do well when he's not in front of like a studio microphone. But the the soundtrack is way better. He hits the notes better. Like, okay. like you can tell right from the beginning of the show that he just doesn't hit the notes, especially the low. Like he tries to hit low notes and he just he has a high pitched voice. He can't hit low notes um, like at all. Um, but he does way better on the soundtrack. Mm hmm. So so then and, and then the I think that if it weren't for the fact that he wrote the thing. Right. Like, I mean, and rightfully so, he deserves to get the star. But I think that the the, the musical sensibility, the ear uh, that he has, it, it unfortunately, the vocal range isn't quite there. Um, and and as a result, like there's no real power, like at least with like other musicals, there's there's always a power ballad where, as you said, Matt, like if, if you can sing the songs or whatever, that's good. But like there's usually at least a power ballad where like the song is something that has high notes that like really requires some dexterity. Nothing in this musical. Except for actually Liza, Liza towards the end, uh, she 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 has that uh, song about the legacy where it is a little bit more, um, you know, clear that it's it's a it's it's our artistic license and showing the virtuosity of her. But 
uh, his singing is not that great. I think his, he, he wins it on rapping, though, right? I think, like, the, the kind of... Uh, unlike, you know, you, it's funny, uh, Ricky, you're talking about the old-school rapping, um, mm-hmm. like, uh, right, with, with da- Big Daddy Kane and stuff. So you and I yeah. both know the, the era, right? And rapping back mm-hmm. then, it predominantly was ending and rhyming the last word on a statement, right? Yeah. Um, right, like yeah. it was always like you know, with you go to LL Cool J or KRS One, it's always like the last word rhymes with the last word in the next line, right? Yeah. But uh, you know, and then we've seen the evolution of rap, and again, this is where I'm like sounding like a prof now. But like you know, the, the evolution of the uh, of rap itself, it it has now um, allowed people to put more stress and change the timing so that you know he will. There's a point where like, and I don't want to be quoting the musical lines, but it's like you know, it's not that they use burr as the end statement of any line. It's like he'll draw a point where he articulates and use dwells on Burr in the middle of a sentence to make the thing rhyme. So I, I yeah. think that uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is really good at uh, changing up the, the rap so that it, it actually does suit the, the text so that it doesn't sound mm-hmm. like, oh, crap, it's hard to make things rhyme. He actually makes it work fairly well. Um, and then the other thing is that... Um, I, I also think because of the, you know, Matt, you're talking about the rap propensity. Like, as much as I like the singer, um, sort of the, the rapping and acting from the guy that plays uh, Jackson slash Lafayette, right? Um, he really doesn't sing either, right? He's a good rapper, and in the rap battles, he's great. But the singing is where it falls apart. And mm-hmm. this is, again, the opposite of what you'd say for George Washington, who, again, the guy that plays George Washington, if I'm not mistaken, is the voice or the singing voice, not the voice of, but the singing voice of the dad in Moana as well, right? Because um, I think the voice, the talking voice of Moana's dad in the movie is Django Fett from Star Wars, just a geeky throwback there. But um, so George Washington can sing, but obviously he doesn't rap. And you can tell in this musical, right? Uh, so again, <laughs> it's hard to get a triple threat where they can sing, dance, and rap. Yeah, right? it's really hard to do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Um, Sorry, keep on going about the, but, but like you're you're talking about like your thing about what what's so good about this musical? Yeah, I like. I, uh, so I, I all right. So getting into a little bit of the historical thing, it's they actually did a really a fairly good job of um, keeping it mostly historically accurate. Not, I mean, obviously they weren't rapping everything back then. That's just mm-hmm. you know dramatization of everything. But um, in, in terms of the storyline, they did a fairly good job. I mean, he was an immigrant. He, he, you know, um, he did come through, and he did all those the, the things that they said he did. Um, they did. Um, he, he, Al, Alexander Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson hated each other. They despised each other. I mean, they really did. So they, they did a fairly good job of that. Um, the only thing that they didn't do a very good job of is actually um, sticking to how and why Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton ended up where they were. Um, and mostly because it's hard to portray how they ended up in a duel on, you know, on stage. Cause it was very much letters, you know, they, that's how, how they ended up in, you know, cause it, it, um, oh, it was trash talking, right? It's basically, right, like it, a, it, it was, it was all done through most of the done through letters and Alexander Hamilton wouldn't support Aaron Burr's candidacy for governor. It's, um, so, I mean, it's the way that way it happened, it was a little bit different than they did on stage, but it was, it would have been really hard to stay true to that, you know, cause it's like, it was all done in writing. Um, now, how th- about the affair? How about the, like, I think the historic thing about the affair and then the papers that I was surprised was a real thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that happened, but I don't know if it was as dramatic as 
because I mean, I, you got to remember that affairs and stuff like that in 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 that time period. Ah, uh, I found the guy that I was talking about. It's Christopher Jackson. <laughs> Seriously, Ben, you've been. <laughs> I had to Google it. <laughs> okay, okay. Christopher Jackson is the one that did George Washington. George Washington, yeah. Yeah, he's he's the guy. He's he's Kristoff from from Frozen. Yeah, but he's he's in the the show on on CBS. I told you, Bull. So okay, I was yeah, like, that was cool. Okay, you're never gonna let that go. Okay, okay, good. Are, anyway, are, you, done? are you done? Are you done, Rick? You I done? had to know. I had to know who it was. All right. All right. Okay, so, so, so the last history. All right, so we'll just talking history, and I zoned out. Jesus, yeah, yeah. All right, so, 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 so I'm not, I'm like, I'm not sure that the, the affair was dramatic because you got to remember a lot of these guys had affairs. I mean, Thomas Jefferson had a child with a slave, yeah. um, and we know that. Um, George Washington may have been yeah, like, also, the only person that didn't have an affair, I but we don't know that. So how come I know this? All the sisters were like of different ethnicity because one sister was black, the other one looked like I, I, maybe I, I, Hispanic, I don't think... and then yeah, that, that... Ricky, Ricky, you do know that people also didn't rap during foreign policy meetings. I think I know that, but I just I just wanted to know if that was like no, they were the detail that you or... they were all white in real life. I I think that they just. At that point, I think they just cast, you know, people who could sing. You know, I don't okay. think they were looking yeah, I, like, I, just, I like how you, uh, you know, George Washington Because there was, black, you know, you know? In, in those days, that was common for, you know. They had no Asians. They had no Puerto Ricans. They had no... <laughs> 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 I, I like, um, But I just still can't get over the fact that Ricky watches this musical, and George Washington is black. You know, Aaron Burr is black. Alexander Hamilton is black. Oh, no. I, I and he's do. like, no, I that woman should not. Yeah, like, like Eliza should definitely not be Asian. No, definitely not. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is, like, you know, it's, it's, you know, it wasn't out of sorts in those days for an aristocrat to, you know, have like, right, uh, like one daughter's white and another daughter is mixed ethnicity because right, but usually she's left when with that black happens, woman, they wouldn't be whatever. So I was just wondering, yeah. Like, what the hell? If, if you if you have a if you have a, a child out of wedlock, they usually wouldn't consider themselves sisters. You know, they keep it on the down low. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, there's a a term there's a term for it usually for boys is you know bastard, right? So that's a that was a big thing back then, right? Anyway, so the, the last thing I want us to talk about, Vince, is I hope Hollywood is watching this. Um, you and I complain every time we do a musical how terrible Hollywood does musicals. I mean, they always you know. You know, over dramatize. They always have that one actor who just can't sing. Um, mm-hmm. Gerard Butler. Um, <laughs> yep. You know, it just can't just can't sing. They and they always you know have to bring in. Uh, you know, like Les Mis tried to. You know, Michael Bay the musical. Um, <laughs> this really <laughs> worked. <laughs> all, all, all that all that they did here was multiple camera angles and shot the stage show. This was just another night at the theater. Right. Yep. This this is how you do musicals, you know, on, on film. This is exactly how you should do it. They did a really really good job. It was very very enjoyable. Um, um, you, you know, agree or disagree on the whole acting acting and singing thing. And you you're right, Vince, that there was some some sour points. But they did a. I mean, usually 
in the Broadway shows, in, in, in the Broadway versions of the shows, they do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, some, sometimes you'll have, you know, bad nights or whatever, but, um, you know, usually those are the, the it's the Broadway version that's the best. And then the, well, okay. Hollywood usually takes those things and, in, in, you know, makes them really bad. I, I 100% agree with you, Matt, because, and, and just, I know where you're going with this, I think, um, but just let's put it this way. If you guys ever want to understand what Matt's going to what Matt's talking about, don't look at just the Les Mis scenario, right? I would say there's an entire value in the costume design, in the art of choreography and staging. Look at the difference between the Lion King movie that came out with Beyonce and like the the, the kind of CGI like singing lions and stuff, and compare that to the Julie Taymor stage production of Lion King with the weird kind of animal puppetry things going on. And you can really understand the huge difference between a Hollywoodized movie, which is like the Lion King we got there, versus the kind of you know, Ricky, you know what I'm talking about like the kind of people yep. with puppets and stuff. Like if you ever watch yep, the yep, Lion yep. King stage show, that is dramatically different, and you really get wowed by the kind of what what people can do with the limited resources. They can do with imagination. It, yeah. Yeah, and then the same thing. Like if you yep. look at if you look at the way they did Les Mis, or even with um. Uh, Hamilton, right? They have the round table, the spinning, the spinning round table that allows you to do everything from like having people walk on stage but not move, having like the rewind scenario where they play stuff backwards, you know, like that kind of and, thing. And the the bullets, like how they did the the bullets and stuff. Bullet yeah. time, yeah, the Matrix thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was so good. And, and I mean, you can just, I mean, in 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 movies, like you know, it, it doesn't matter how long it takes them to change costumes or whatever. Mm. Right, you know, you can go through and you know each scene they could be wearing something different, but in like a, in the in the theater, they have to they have to do their costumes so that's really easy to change really quickly. So that's the well, reason why all all the dancers are all wearing the same white thing through the entire thing, and then they just put overcoats on, right? Well, I was actually going to ask that on Ricky because Ricky, did I, I know that you don't like stories, you don't like following the narrative necessarily for musicals. I I, I can understand, but like when they had the same actor play different roles, did you get confused at all? No, I mean, I knew, like, I knew the role and, uh, like, that it was different, whatever. It didn't really um, throw me. Okay, because I thought it was just interesting that they got the same guy who was Lafayette, who was, like, the French mm-hmm. guy helping out America. He then takes on the role of Jefferson, who says, hell no, mm-hmm. we don't want to deal with, with the French and that Lafayette <laughs> thing. Oh, sorry, we want, we want to get Lafayette and stuff. And then Hamilton's like, no, no, no. And then, like, Hamilton's like, I knew Lafayette before you. And I'm like, that guy was Lafayette just two scenes ago. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, it, it, it definitely is. It, it, it was a little weird, but I think I think he did such a good job of differentiating the characters, right? I mean, they're, they're both kind of over the top. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's something that's I think that allowed them to have that actor do both of those things because they were kind of the same character. Um, mm-hmm. But because he did a fairly good job on the accent, I mean, it was over the top, obviously, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, you know it was an over the top French accent, but it was so different than what, you know, you know, Thomas Jefferson sounded like, you know, because he sounded like you know an American. Right. So he did. His, they, they did a good job of, of thing that. Uh, I just, I keep coming back to it, Vince, that this, um, like, I mean, we, we, I think we talked when we did The Greatest Showman how Hollywood kind of, like, kills musicals. Like, like we, I think we said in that, like, we don't think that there's going to be many Hollywood musicals, you know, <clears throat> coming up because they just kind of trash them. I think if, I mean, really, they just need to go through and, and do what Disney Plus did with this because it's just so, it was just so good. I mean... I mean, even even if the I think even if the musical itself had been bad, which it wasn't, 
the way that they shot it was just, I mean, it was just phenomenal. It's so good. I, so I've watched it now three times. <laughs> yeah, I've watched, I've listened to the soundtrack probably every day in the last week. It's just, Serious? Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with the rap battles, guys. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> but it was no, so the good. rap battles are good. They are good. <laughs> Um, well, honestly, that, and, there are some words you can't make rap. Like honestly, how many things rhyme with uh, Lafayette? Right. right. <laughs> so, did you guys? So, right, right before Lafayette comes back and brings the guns, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right before they win the revolution, Leslie Odom Jr. Aaron Burr does. Um, he rhymes. What's the word? Um, he rhymes as like really weird word, like really long word. Quagmire, I think, is the word. Yep, quagmire. Yep, challenge. And he problem. somehow yep. rhymes that with Betsy Ross's flag. I'm not sure how he does it, but, but it, it, it works, right? Um, anyway, yeah. The, so it's that it's that offset rapping that 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 you know has been happening a long time. But I mean, Miranda's really good at putting that together. So that's yeah, that's to him. One thing, I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's been in a lot, a lot of like offshoot TV series. Like he was in How I Met Your Mother. He was in House. Um, and usually they bring him in when he need they need a crazy person who could who could um, rap. rap. Like not only just rap, but um, you know, make things up as they go, right? So. Oh really? Yeah, like he's very good at um improv improvisation. Like he can just. Yeah, I knew that for stuff. the rap side he was. For the rap side, I knew he. Was. I didn't know about acting, but I knew for I've seen him. Uh, oh, he's not a good at. Like, I don't, I, you can't really tell. I mean, it was just in, you know, just one-off shows. I, mean, I can't really judge somebody based on acting anyways. Um, so Vince, why don't you give us your final thoughts and then we can go around and do a, um. Okay. I, I think that in general, if, um, if the musical is able to A, be entertainment, entertaining, B, have a good message, um, and C, have like some sort of tune that sticks with you, I think those are marks of success. Now to have frosting on the cake for me, obviously I'm 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 a very particular guy, so I'm not super into choreography, dance, and costumes. But obviously those are other things that you can appreciate and and give value to. So the whole production I think was fairly good. As I said before, I'm not a super fan of some of the singing. I also found that uh, I can't, aside from my shot, there is no real song that sticks with me that I can really keep in my head. That's like I can sing it right. Um, that 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 just sticks with me. Obviously, Matt, you are from a different place where you're like steeped in that all the time. I found that in general, the music w- w- musical as a whole was very good. I think uh, it's an easy uh, four out of five or an eight out of ten for me. Um, I think that the production and the inability to translate it and, as you said, movieify it and, and keep it on the stage production was a very good decision. We've seen a lot of success over the last uh, few months with the pandemic. We've, I'm not sure, Matt, if you've seen the show must continue, show must go on where they've taken mm-hmm. like Broadway shows and put them on YouTube, high quality for like a weekend. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Like they actually put they actually put Phantom of the Opera for like 48 hours. They put it on the weekend. Joseph the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, uh, Hairspray. They put them all on the weekend so you can watch them, right? Uh, so so they're trying to raise money for people. But um, the idea is that the Hamilton production kept on stage in the kind of Disney Plus you know streaming model it was very successful for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, and I think that in, in general, it, it hit a large audience, very good music that resonated with, again, uh, population, the themes resonated with the population. And I think that um, people now are more so than ever, there's going to be built up a pent up uh, desire to hopefully go out and see stage productions. So in light of the kind of abysmal situation with the pandemic where people can't go to see theater, I hope there's going to be a big rebound and bounce back. Thanks in part to guys uh, like like the productions like what you see here with Hamilton. And I'm glad like Ricky, case in point, proves the point. So that's my stand. Yeah, yeah if Ricky can 
if Ricky can like a musical, we know it's good. Ricky, what is your score for this? <laughs> uh, I would give it a five out of five. Um, <laughs> it's really good. I, I would watch it again, and I give it the extra point simply because I expected not to like it, and I was just blown away, surprised. So I give it an extra. Damn. Okay. Um, here's going to be something that doesn't happen very often. I'm also going to give it five out of five. Um, now I would, I would probably knock it off a point if I hadn't want, listened to the soundtrack because Lin-Manuel's Miranda singing in this just wasn't good. Um, mm-hmm. but he does a better job on the soundtrack. So I'm assuming I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say he just had a bad night. Um, okay. so, uh, yeah, I give it five, five. This was going to be one, another one of those that I watch over and over again. So, you know, I love musicals. I'll even watch the crappy Hollywood musicals. So, like, I've watched the Phantom of the Opera movie, I don't mm-hmm. know, three dozen times. I mean, it's it's, it's it's crazy how many times. And I hate Gerard Butler with a flying passion. That guy can't sing his way out of a box. Same thing with Les Miss. What's his name? Russell Crowe. That guy can't yep. sing worth a damn. Um, but I've watched that movie more times than I have fingers. Um, I just I'll love tell you musicals. right now, though, Russell Crowe makes and compensates for Jackman's failure. Like, Jackman, Jackman's a good singer, don't get me wrong, but Russell Crowe in Les Mis makes Jack's, uh, Hugh Jackman sound like he's, like, the best damn, like, you know, Broadway singer, man. I I don't know what, the, what was wrong with Hugh Jackman, because he can sing in some of his musicals, right? So it's really weird. Um, anyways, like, I've watched Greatest Showman, uh, you know, a dozen times. It's, and that's not even a good musical, man. That's just yeah, a bad musical. We, we talked about right? that. Right? You're, you're, you're happy that you're not on that one. Right. My, my point is that I'll watch things over and over again. This is going to be one of those ones that I just I, I, it's going to take me a while, guys, to get past this. It's gonna, this is going to be the heavy rain thing. I'm going to um, talk <laughs> about it all the time. Now, if you've watched the show long <laughs> enough, you'll know that that's a throwback to like 10 years ago. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it's going to be Matt <laughs> talking about Hamilton while, you know, playing heavy rain and eating spaghetti sauce or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I have all of these things that just um, I'm never going to live down. <laughs> it's almost like we've been doing this for a long like, time. Over a decade? I don't know, man. We're getting Yeah, two, since 2009. Holy hell, guys. I still, what the never, hell? Met, I still never met you face-to-face, man. So. Yes, I know. It's, it's in Canada. It's so far away. Who the fuck wants to go to Canada? Hey, I mean... no, no. We just don't want Americans <laughs> coming out to Canada. I can see you, man. I'm sure you know, too. You guys can't leave. You're quarantined in America. <laughs> uh, you, you don't want it. Yeah. All right. It's, it's sad. All right. Anyways, uh, that is it for us this time. It was a good episode. Um Coming up, we're going to be watching *Knives Out*. Um, yeah, good. As uh, starring Daniel Craig and the whole Everybody. bunch of other. Yeah, it, 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 that's what you call an ensemble cast. Anyways, yeah. um, we're going to watch that. Supposedly, it's really good. I haven't watched it yet, but supposedly it's fantastic. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so uh, at the Three Cast on Twitter. I'm at MTWB. Vince is VWHUI. Ricky is Ricky underscore Williams one. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the three cast. And you can subscribe to us on every podcast picture you can think of. The only place we're not on anymore is YouTube. And that's just because it's a pain in the ass to upload YouTube. Um, for the longest time, we were only on YouTube. And then I was like, oh, it's so much easier. Just put it on iTunes. Anyways, uh, Knives Out, we'll be doing that sometime in August. Uh, we will see you then. Okay, yeah, everyone.